0: Enjoy.
1: Three, two, one. Here we go. Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's The Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics. And if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host matt lock oh yeah that's right matt lock here in the house man i am fired up hour of tv in the books it's a great show head over to lock and load on americas voice news.com so glad to be over with those guys but now we're into the podcast and I don't have to look into a camera, and I don't have to turn on the lights, and I turn them all off because it's hotter than snot in this little 8x8 studio I have in my house. But welcome into the program. Lots and lots and lots to talk about today. We have a Democrat debate tonight that I'm going to live tweet. I'm going to have fun with it. First of all, I'm going to drink. So be, 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 be forewarned. There's going to be some adult beverages. I'm going to run to the liquor store as soon as I'm done recording this podcast and I'm going to get me an adult beverage. I don't know what, I don't know what it is yet. I think I'm going to treat myself. I think I'm going to buy me a nice bottle of Woodford, smoke a cigar out there, and be done. I think. I think that's what's going to happen. I, I don't know, but head over at Real Matlock on Twitter, Instagram, Parlor. You can head over to Facebook, The Cartel Matt, or the Matlock show. Or now you can find my TV show, Lock and Load, with Matt Locke, over on America's Voice News. Please go share those. Please go share those. I, I would appreciate it if you would. It would be fantastic. Need your help. I have to tell you, I've been putting out, if you follow me on Instagram, I am blown away by your support. I'm, I'm blown away that you guys are out there listening. And I say guys because now they say that guys is sexist. It doesn't mean guys and gals. Yes, it does. It means men and women. You guys out there and gals, you're blowing it up. Thank you so very much. I couldn't do it without you, and there's lots of big things coming. Um, I'm going to be on the ground. Uh, Like when I told you, let me give you a little background here. Then we're going to get into this stuff because I want to give you a little housekeeping. Um, So by the way, t-shirts over at thematlockshow.com are now available to order. You can get them from sizes medium to double X, and there are two of them. There's the Matlock Show which is just my logo. And then there's beating the left over the head with it. I love that. I'm going to go get my two T I'm by, I'm, I'm I'm putting in my order today. They'll all be done. I've got a guy over here about a half a mile from my house. that's doing this for me. I've got a couple orders in. You can order two. All you have to do is go over to the matlockshow.com L O C K E put your order in. get that t-shirt. I've got a real nice deal worked out with this gentleman over here doing shirts for me. I can have them pretty quickly. He's got this machine that prints them out one at a time, so I'm going to have him print those. You'll have your shirts here post-haste, but uh, I just reordered hats so that you know I ran out of hats. Remember, I only ordered a dozen, and I ran those first 10 as a special, which I autographed, but now I've got my uh, another order in. They're embroidered, and they take about 10 to 14 days, so I'm waiting on those. They should be in in the next week or so, um, and as soon as I get those, you know who you are. I will send those hats to you immediately. So that is coming. So appreciate all of that. Um, take a moment, head over and check out combatflipflops.com. Combatflipflops.com. They're great friends of the Matlock show. I love them. They're I love their flip-flops. I really do. They're so well made. I say this all the time, but I was blown away with the workmanship and how amazing they are. I mean, you know, flip-flops are normally just flip-flops, right? You know, I've owned all kinds of different flip-flops. I'm a flip-flop guy. It's 98 degrees down here in Dallas-Fort Worth. I mean, I wear flip-flops everywhere. They yelled at me. My wife yelled at me because I wore flip-flops on the Chad Prather Show. Don't care. That's who I am. Who I am is a flip-flop and golf shorts kind of guy. That's who I am. But if you enter to CombatFlipFlops.com, use LOCK25, 25, L-O-C-K-E-2-5, 25, you're going to get 25% off your order. Do it. Do it now. If you need flip-flops, if you want shoes, if you want merchandise, go check it out. Head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. Use Lock25. They're they're amazing. Take it from me. They're amazing. CombatFlipFlops.com. Use Lock25. Do it now. All right. There is a Democrat debate tonight. It is going to be a great big snooze fest. It really is. I mean, these poor people, they couldn't find their ass with both hands if they sat on it. Seriously. They're terrible. They're they're not enthusiastic. They're boring. They're 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 not very bright, and they want to give you everything for free. But here's the big story: leading Democrat White House contenders Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren will share the stage for the first time on Thursday when the top ten candidates for the party's presidential nomination meet in a debate in Houston, Texas. All right, I gotta calm down. I'm I'm fired up. I got coffee in me. I mean, I've got coffee. I've done. I've already done an hour's worth of television. I am fired up traveling to new mexico oh i got to tell you i'm covering the rally in new mexico for america's voice news i'm going to be on the ground i'm flying out to new mexico to do that when i when i got on when i said i would do stuff for america's voice news they said hey can you travel i said let's do it let's go cover trump so i'm going to cover trump look at that moving up in the world i might be a celebrity i'm just kidding but anyway there's going to be 10 candidates tonight see i'm all over the place i'm going to get i'm going to get focused there are 10 candidates on the democrat side that are going to meet in a debate tonight in Houston. The third debate in the race to find a challenger to run against President Donald Trump. And it will spotlight, get this, the party's ideological divisions. There aren't any. I talked about that in the TV show today. There are no differences in ideological outcomes here. They're not. Everybody wants to give you free shit. Seriously, it's awful. Because nothing in life is for free. Nothing. Someone has to pay for it. Read Atlas Shrugged, and Rand, I'm telling you. Someone's got to pay for it. It just isn't free. They don't have a little money tree out behind the White House that they're pulling $100 bills off of. They're not. So when they all sit here, it's amazing because the left is, they're, they're scared. And by the left, I mean the higher-ups, you know, the folks that sit in the back corners that drink their bourbon and their scotch. And at their little, you know, their little meetings, they say, well, you know. Oh, we're not really happy about what this looks like. And they're not. I mean, think about it. I, I ask my wife all the time, and I ask my friends all the time, how can you be a Democrat? Seriously. What does the Democrat Party stand for? More government? More taxes? More regulation? More control? They want to tell you that you can't eat hamburgers. They want to tell you you can't drive gas-guzzling cars. They want to tell you that I can't get on an airplane at Southwest Airlines and fly out to New Mexico. They can't, but they can't. Bernie Sanders can own three houses, four cars, can be a millionaire. Joe Biden pays $20,000 a month to rent an apartment. I mean, these people are the one percenters that they rail about. And then these, these Democrats, these highbrow Democrats back in the corner, they're like, well, you know, we really want a candidate like Trump. We want someone who's enthusiastic. We want someone who actually looks like they're not dead who looks like they're not close to death. I mean, look at Joe Biden. His eyes turning bloody. Dude can't remember what state he's in. I mean, Gaff Central. And I read an article the other day that now they don't want him to do any kind of campaign appearances after 5 o'clock because, of course, once you hit the early bird, Danny's at 4.30, you're out and you're in bed by 5.15. Dude's old. And he's losing his facilities. So how can you be a Democrat? And and tonight, you're going to find out again you're gonna. Here's what's going to happen tonight. Let me let me let me give you the Matlock version of what's going to happen tonight. Tonight you're going to see the three main because Joe Biden's going to be right in the middle of the stage as he should be. He's the number one in, in 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 polls supposedly. I don't you know whoever knows what those numbers are what they do. But he's leading the polls. He's leading the fundraising. And then you're going to have Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren right beside him, and then everybody else. And it's going to, if I had to guess, there is going to be some bomb throwing. There has to be. If you're one of the other seven, if you're an Amy Klobuchar, if you're a Julian Castro, if you're a Francis O'Rourke, if you're an Andrew Yang, you have to throw bombs, right? Right? you have to get some kind of media coverage, right? You've got to get noticed because if you don't, you're done. And there's 10 other candidates waiting in the wings that didn't get to this debate that might get to the next one. So at some point you're going to have to lob some grenades, right? And that's, I'm telling you tonight, that is what's going to happen. And, um, My dark horse for tonight, and and they're trying to play it up, is Andrew Yang. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But they're trying to play him up. I'm going to get to that story here in a few minutes. But, uh, you know, there's got to be something that happens. Because they're like, well, you know, it's going to spotlight the party's ideological divisions. With moderate frontrunner Joe Biden at center stage, flanked by progressives Warren and Bernie Sanders on both of his sides. Now, seven other Democrats, including... Kamala Harris of California, Cory Booker of New Jersey, and of course, South Bend Mayor Pete Buttigieg will also participate as all the party's highest polling candidates square off for the first time. Now, it'll be interesting because the first two debates, of course, were divided 10 and 10 because there was 20. You didn't have all the candidates together. And what the Democrats really want, I'll tell you what the Democrats really want out of tonight, they want everybody on that stage to attack Trump. That's the game plan. It can't happen, though. See, that's the whole thing that they don't understand. The the, the Democrats are pretty clueless when it comes to how us Americans think, I I believe. How us common sense, normal folk out here in middle America who work hard, who pay our taxes, who do the right things, they don't really understand us. Because we want to know, and here's the deal. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. I mean, I'm going to vote for Trump. Give me a break. The dude is blowing it out of the water. The left doesn't stand a snowball's chance in hell. But if I'm a Democrat, let, let me put myself in those shoes. I'm not, but let me do that. I want to see who's going who's gonna to talk to me. Who is going to articulate their views best to me? Who is going to stand up for what I believe? Who is going to stand up for what I think? Now, mind you. You're going to hear a lot of anti-American crap tonight. You're going to hear a lot about illegal immigration. You're going to hear a lot about climate change. You're going to hear a lot about women's health care. But you're not going to hear about what they're going to do um, to defeat Trump. I I, I would be surprised. They would be smart. The left would be smart not to mention Trump, I think. Because the last two debates, Trump won them. I mean, you're going to sit there. You look at these people. They're crazy. They're literally crazy. They're out of their minds nuts. They don't have a clue. And it's all so Mickey Mouse and Monopoly-type fiction that no one even believes it. So here's the deal. The left is getting a little bit edgy. And the reason they are is because they don't want the infighting. They don't want the crap throwing. They don't want the crap show, right? Um, They want this to be civil. They want the the Democrats in power, they want the Democrats to attack Trump. Well, the Democrats, I just told you, I mean, if you think about the outer stage here, if you think about a Klobuchar, if you think about a Castro, if you think about an O'Rourke or a Yang, they've got to throw bombs. They have to. Kamala Harris, I mean, take her. Her star has been fading after she got hammered by Tulsi Gabbard. I mean, after Tulsi took her to task, her star has been fizzling out ever since. Do you not think she's not going to come up with something big? Do you not think she's going to do something? Cory Booker, we haven't heard a word from. You notice how we don't hear anything from these folks? It's amazing, isn't it? We have not seen, and it's done on purpose. I'm going to tell you, it's done on purpose. It's being done on purpose. The lack of news coverage for these Democrats is done on purpose because they're lackluster. You like that? They don't, they just don't stand out. You got Cory Booker in that mess. You got Kamala Harris in that mess. You've got Pete Buttigieg in that mess. Poor Buttigieg. You know, his gayness ain't gay enough now. Well, I guess I could say that on the podcast. Well, I just did. Anyway, you know, the whole thing is I'm running because I'm homotype sexual. Who cares? I care who you sleep with. Does that qualify you to be the president of the United States? Hell no. Of course, Kamala Harris slept her way to the top. So there you go. I guess sex is a feature. Of running for the president of the United States. I don't know. But you know, you've got these second tier candidates who are going to have to make a splash. I mean, it's it, we live in that time today. I, I'm going to tell you a little bit story. Um, I went over to Dallas yesterday after the show and I met with a marketing group because I, I, I want to start marketing the Matt Locke show. I can tell you from past experience, if you don't market, you die. If you're not out there for everybody to see, if you're not doing the right things, if you're not touching people and you're not growing, you run out of money and you die. I mean, that's it. And I don't want to do that. I want to keep doing what I do because I believe it's a great show. I believe that I'm knowledgeable. I believe that I'm entertaining. And I believe that I can hold your attention for an hour, right? So I'm over here, you know, I'm meeting with a marketing group. And it's the same thing with these Democrats. they got to market themselves. They have to stand out. They have to seem important. They have to seem like they're the news. So they need constant coverage. They need constant reminders. They need to be constantly in front of people because I was watching a Chad Prather video on Facebook yesterday, I think, last night, and he was talking about the Epstein deal, how it now, you know, our 24-7 news cycle runs so quickly now that news comes in and goes out so fast that you almost forget about it, right? That's today's that's, that's today's media. You come in and out so quickly of the news that you're almost forgotten about And there, if the Democrats were smart, well, I'll tell you why they're not doing it. but if they were smart, the Democrats would have 24/7 coverage of their candidates, but they're not going to do it. Why? Because their candidates suck. It's common knowledge. They're not good. they' They're just not that good. And that's the problem they've got in the Democrat party. They want someone like a Donald Trump who is enthusiastic, who connects to people, who is braggadocious, who's loud, who is confident, who does all that stuff. They don't have anybody like that on the Democrat side. So as you watch tonight, I mean, I hope you watch it. Like I said, I'm going to live tweet it. It starts at 7 o'clock my time. Um, I got to do this podcast. And then I'm going to run out and do some errands. And then I'm gonna come, I'm going to go get some booze. Because you got to have booze. I'm telling you, it's probably going to be Woodford. I'll take a picture tonight, throw it up on Instagram. By the way, follow me, at Real Matlock, on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Parlor. If you would, please. Or follow me over on Facebook, uh, The Cartel Matter, The Matlock Show. Or you can find America's Voice over there, too. I do lock and load every day, 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, Man, I'll tell you, that's a good time. Head over to ScarsAndStripesCoffee.com. ScarsAndStripesCoffee.com. I'm going to take a drink. It's good coffee. I'll tell you what. It's good coffee. Scarsandstripescoffee.com. It's it's different. Let me tell you about it a little bit because they're good friends of mine. And I love what they're doing. I really do. I love what they're doing. They're empowering veterans. And you know my heart here at the Matlock Show in the conservative cartel when I was doing the show there. We love our veterans. I love our police officers, our first responders, our veterans. And Scars and Stripes Coffee, not only is it a good product because you're going to get some good coffee. And you can get coffee anywhere, believe me. You can't, but you're empowering a veteran every time you buy the coffee because what Scars and Stripes Coffee is doing, which I think is amazing, is they are hiring self-employed entrepreneurs, uh, veterans, only veterans. It's the only veteran workforce, and it's going to be the largest veteran workforce on the, on the planet, but they allow these veterans to have a mission. They use this e-commerce platform. They sell coffee, merchandise, all kinds of things over at Scars and Stripes Coffee. You can find the link at my website, thematlockshow.com, or you can go to scarsandstripescoffee.com. Buy the coffee. You're empowering veterans to be, excuse me, to be small business owners to be engaged after they've come back from theater, after they've come back from being deployed, after they leave the military, they're looking for something to do. They they get together in groups. They have group leaders. It really is a very therapeutic thing for all of them, and they get held accountable, but they also get to run their own business, and they get to have a mission. So head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com, scarsandstripescoffee.com, S-C-A-R-S, and stripescoffee.com. Do it now. Tell them Matlock sent you. All right. I want to continue to talk about this debate because the left, they're, they're frightened. They're, they're frightened here. Um, here's a quote from a Democratic strategist, uh, a Chris Cofinus. He says, you may have candidates on the stage who have no option but to go on the attack throwing bombs. I've said that before. I'm going to say it again. We live in a day and time where you got to stand out. One of these seven that is not Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, or Joe Biden are going to have to throw a grenade, right? Uh, He says, if you are any of the bottom seven, you have to say something or do something to stand out. It's simple math. He's absolutely right. The sharp bickering during the first two rounds of the debates dismayed those very Democrats I was telling you about that are in those higher-up positions. You know, the guys drinking their 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 scotch, they're smoking their cigars, the good old Bulls, boys' club in Washington, D.C., they're worried. Well, they're dismayed. They're dismayed about the bickering that's going on within the Democrat Party. And they have urged these Democrat candidates to rein in their attacks and focus on laying out their own affirmative agendas. It says, quote, a lot of us have talked to the candidates directly. And I think you're going to see people really offering a vision, said Ray Buckley, a chairman of New Hampshire State Party. Right now, this country does not need to hear about Democrats squabbling. But that's a debate. That's what you do in debates. That's that's a thing that the Democrats don't understand either. In a debate, you argue for your point of view. That's the whole reason for a debate. You argue your point of view and you argue it against a different point of view and then you give your credentials you give your points of fact and you say mine's better because of this and then they say well my my strategy's better because of this it's arguing that's what debating is well well you know we don't want to hear about a bunch of democrats squabbling it's not our fault they sound like a bunch of damn chickens beep, 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 beep. maybe they could argue with deeper voices i don't know anyway also participating, I said that before, um, Castro, who's the former mayor of San Antonio, and O'Rourke are both from Texas, which will vote on Super Tuesday, early in the nominating schedule next year. The Houston debate, to be televised by ABC News, is scheduled to last up to three hours. Holy! I, I'm going to have to buy a lot of booze. I'm going to have to buy a lot of booze, kids. I might be hammered by the time it's over. And you may be, too. We may. we. You know what we should do? We should make a drinking game out of it. That's what we should do. We should make a drinking game out of it. All right, head. right, I'm going to tell you what. Head over to at Real Matt Lock on Twitter. Let's make it a drinking game. If you're going to live tweet with me, which I'll be live tweeting, I'll be talking about it, I'll be giving my analysis, I'll be drinking, I'll be smoking a cigar. Let's do a drinking game, shall we? Every time someone says something and you pick, and I'll tell you what, I'll wait the rest of the day. This thing's dropping here at 3 o'clock this afternoon. That'll give me about four hours. You'll have four hours in that window up to, uh, well, it'll be 4 o'clock your time if you're on the Eastern. So, yeah, you got about four hours. 8 o'clock comes on tonight. Tell me what word we're going to use for the drinking game tonight. Then we'll all get hammered because at least we'll have a mission, right? will have a mission of watching this damn thing. It's just funny to me. Um, Let's see here. It says, quote, this is a great opportunity for me. We'll have more people watching because it's just one night, Klobacher told reporters. Many of the candidates left off the stage have grumbled about the Democratic National Committee doubling the fundraising and polling requirements for the first two debates. One more contender, billionaire activist Tom Steyer, managed to qualify last week for the October debate. That ensures two nights of Democratic debates again next month because that'll be 11 people. So they'll divide it up, I guess. They won't put 11 people in. I don't know. It's so crazy. But I want to move on here because there's more stories to this debate. It's it's amazing. So Joe Scarborough, <laughs> the uh, MSLSD Morning Joe host, Joe Scarborough. Now, I have to laugh at this because there's a growing fear. This is the headline, and this is what Scarborough said. There is a growing fear. That Elizabeth Warren could win nomination and not be strong enough for a general election candidate. I want you to think about that logic for a second, okay? So what Joe Scarborough's telling us is that uh, Warren may be the strongest candidate among the Democrats, but won't be strong enough to beat Trump. Uh Uh-oh. I know he didn't mean that. I mean, you know he didn't mean it that way, but that's what he said, right? I mean, that's that's literally what he's implying, right? That Elizabeth Warren is going to be a good primary candidate against all the Dems, but when it comes to the general election, she's going to sink. So what he's really saying is Trump's going to beat the pants off her. Not literally, because he ain't grabbing her by the hoo-ha. Just saying. I should do, you know what? I think I should do that shirt, hoo has and cheeseburgers. Hoo-hahs and cheeseburgers. I may do that someday. I don't know. I might throw that out there. I've got liberty now. I've got liberty to do all my own shirts. By the way, T-shirts are up. TheMatlockShow.com. Go check them out. Beating the left over the head with it. And the Matlock Show shirt are now up for purchase. I'm actually going to go take care of that right after the show. Um, It's interesting, isn't it, to listen to these? Because Morning Joe used to call himself a Republican. He's not. He's a Democrat. But Wednesday, Joe Scarborough revealed that he's hearing behind the scenes... From Democrats that there's a growing fear that 2020 Democratic presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren could surpass former Vice President Joe Biden for the Democratic nomination, then struggle in the general election. Scarborough said Democrats see Biden's slow motion train derailment. Think about that for a second. He just called that point on, didn't he? I mean, that is so spot on because that's exactly what Biden's little campaign rally is. It's a slow motion train derailment of idiocy. The guy is a gaff a minute. And I was not kidding when I say that he hangs out at the Denny's for the early bird special and they throw him into bed at about 5 30 at night. This guy, no stamina. He is Hillary 2.0. And I'm telling you, you and I both know this. There is no way in the world that beats Donald Trump. Donald Trump changed the way politicians campaign. If anything else that we can take away from the 2016 election, Donald Trump changed the way politicians campaign. The dude was a dynamo. I mean, he was the energizer bunny, full of energy, enthusiasm, packed houses. It was like a damn concert tour. So now you look at Joe Biden. Oh, isn't it amazing? I have to tell you, Isn't it amazing how the nicknames that President Trump puts on people stick? Because think about it. What does he call Joe? Sleepy Joe. And then they come true. It's like the dude can see the future. It's like he went back in time and he got the sports almanac from Biff. And now he can predict everything for the next 40 years because every time He puts a nickname on someone. It sticks. Sleepy Joe is just that. Sleepy Joe. The dude is as boring as watching paint dry. Or a croquet match. Or polo. I'm just saying. Or cricket. I never understood cricket. You ever understood the sport cricket? When my wife and I were on our honeymoon in in St. Lucia, St. Lucia, we went to this bar. And we were watching TV, and of course, we're in the Wayward Islands. And uh, the only thing on the television was cricket. I watched it for a little bit, and I'm like, I don't get it. I don't don't get the wickets and the crickets and and, and the round field, and and they run back and forth. I I don't get it. So that's like Joe Biden. I don't get it. Joe Biden is a slow-motion train derailment. And now, on top of all of that, I want you to think of the next nickname, Focahontas. If he runs against Elizabeth Warren, he is going to pull that out every single time because she's a liar. She's not Native American. She made it up. She is a faux Native American and it sticks. And she's apologizing to this day now, trying to get out in front of that. I mean, it is masterful what President Trump has done to these people. But the left, they're fearful. They, you know, and it's amazing. I I I said this my gosh, it must have been now a couple months ago, I was filling in on uh, the Daily Mojo with uh, Brandon Morse. And I said this back then because him and I were having this discussion. I've got to get Brandon Morse on this program, by the way. Um, We were having this discussion of, you know, what was going on within the Democrat Party and how The mainstream media was trying to pick candidates. And if you'll remember back then, it was right after the debate that Kamala Harris just trounced Biden, which it's not that hard. You're going to see Biden get trounced tonight, too. I mean, you wait and watch. I'm, I'm going to tell you, at some point, I'm hoping to put together a reel of all of Biden's gaffes because they're coming tonight. You wait and you watch this idiot stumble through what he has to say. Well, text Joe in three five six four seven six nine eight twelve 12 to two, to five to six to Joe. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Joe to three, three, four, six, Joe, three, six, seven, and so Joe. I mean, it's not even going to be a contest. But Kamala Harris burned him down. And of course, what did Brandon and I say at that time? We thought, and both of us did, that the mainstream media the mslsds the clinton commie news network they all wanted kamala harris as their candidate think about it she's young she's a woman so she hits the me too and she's asian african-american polish i don't know what she is but she checks off a lot of the victimhood statuses right and then all of a sudden no kamala harris Tulsi Gabbard took her to the woodshed. And I, I said this on the television program today, and I'm going to say it now. If the left were smart, and I can't believe I'm saying this because this is what Mike said. I can't believe it. Mike Corkum. I actually have to tweet that sucker and tell him he was right. The one person, the one Democrat that may have any kind of chance to beat Trump isn't even on the stage tonight. Tulsi Gabbard. Out of all the, uh, so I don't know uh, if you follow Dave Rubin. Dave Rubin is a smart guy, and I have to tell you, the dude is not conservative. He's kind of like Joe Rogan, you know. He's kind of an independent, you know. Probably leans more toward, uh, you know, the left than the right. But he interviewed Tulsi Gabbard, and I'll tell you, it was a fantastic interview. The woman knows what's going on. And yet, she's not on the stage because of the media and the Democrat Party. So here you have the left is so scared. They're they're just terrified that Elizabeth Warren's going to win. They they, they either want Joe Biden because they think Joe, the electability, can beat Trump. Or who else do they want? Kamala? So here's what uh, Joe... Scarborough, behind closed doors, he says that uh, I'm just reporting what everybody is saying behind the scenes. He says that is Joe Biden's campaign seems like a slow motion train derailment. They believe he's not going to make it to the end, and he's not. I will tell you today, Joe Biden is not going to make it to the end. He's not. It's over. Done. Kapoot. He's not going to be the candidate for the Democrat Party. It just is not going to happen. So they don't believe he's going to make it to the end. It's just what you hear from almost every Democratic democratic insider. And they believe, and many fear, that Elizabeth Warren is moving toward this nomination eventually. So they fear. They fear. And then I saw Drudge the other day. Let me pull this up here. Let me see if this headline is still up at Drudge because I was amazed at this. Uh, Wall Street does not want Elizabeth Warren. So Wall Street doesn't want him. Democratic Party doesn't want her. Who wants her? I mean, seriously. Who the hell wants Elizabeth Warren? And here's the headlines. I'm looking at Drudge right now. Texas showdown. Warren a new target. Can Biden, hang on. I mean, these people are absolutely crazy. But I know there was a story up here, and I, I don't know if it's up anymore because this moves so quickly, like what we were talking about. I mean, things move so quickly in our 24-7 news cycle now that these things come and go. I mean, I literally, when I do show prep, I'm doing it all day long, I'll just pull articles out and say, you know, I hope I get to them. If I don't, then I move on kind of stuff because it just comes and goes in and out, boom, boom, boom. That's what Chad was talking about, that video I shared over on the Cartel Mad. I mean, we, we don't hear anything more about Jeffrey Epstein. We haven't heard a thing. All of a sudden it's just gone. We don't hear anything about the Democrat Party. You know what we hear about? Trump. That's all we hear about. All we hear about now is how President Trump's done this. I mean, why are you why are you even in the business of journalism anymore? And then I'll tell you, I think it was the New York Slimes, the head the the article. I don't know if you saw it yesterday. 9-11 happened yesterday, 9-11 anniversary. And oh. I hate to say this, and I want to make a quick point on the the podcast here. We did not, and I apologize for this, we didn't commemorate Benghazi and the four folks that lost their lives there on 9-11 in 2012, which has now been seven years, if you can believe that. So seven years ago on 9-11, of course, Benghazi happened. You know What difference does it matter? Hillary Clinton. But I want to say to that, we want to remember those folks too. We want to remember the men that lost their lives at Maghazi seven years ago. So I apologize for that. I completely forgot about it yesterday, and I wanted to do that today. But, um, you know, the news moves so fast. And we're watching, you know, the left is just completely, uh, they're in disarray. They're a party. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. They're looking for an identity. And, and, and they're fracturing from inside. And they're in a civil war right now. And you've got the AOC side. You've got the progressive, New Deal, socialistic side. And you've got the Nancy Pelosi, Steny Hoyer, the Chuck Schumers, and the Joe Bidens. And they just don't know what to do. They are just completely, completely discombobulated. But to finish this up, I want to finish this up because i got one more article about this debate and then I want to move on. Um, Joe Scarborough, he's reporting. From you know, what everybody's saying behind the scenes, uh, they believe, they fear, many fear, so more than one, that Elizabeth Warren is moving toward this nomination eventually. He continued, if that in fact is the case, those New Hampshire numbers, it's only one poll, but those New Hampshire numbers in the head-to-head matchup with Trump actually underline something that I hear from Democrats, a growing fear that she's running a strong campaign in the primary but will not be a strong general election candidate. And those polls he's talking about have Trump leading Warren in New Hampshire, her own state. So there you go. Um, Scarborough added that Warren has them worrying because she cannot win swing states with her socialist policies. Here, Here's the crazy thing about this article. It's the final paragraph. I want you to listen to this. There are a lot of Democrats who fear that Biden's going to collapse. That's going to happen. Warren's going to win the primary, and then they're going to have a matchup where Elizabeth Warren gets blown away in states like Texas, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania. So you know what the left will say? Well, those crazy Texans, those crazy, they're, they're, they're feminist. They don't want a woman. They don't believe in glass ceilings. This just, this is Hillary Clinton all over again. The Russians have stole the election. You know that's coming. I I mean, the left is working hard today to tell you the electoral college is out of date and antiquated. They're going to tell you that the popular vote matters. They're going to do everything they can. I'm going to tell you this, too, coming up in 2020. Mark my words, there's going to be voter fraud. It's going to be rampant. It's going to be terrible because they can't win. They can't win. They're going to do everything they can, and then they're just going to call you feminist. They're going to call you sexist. They're going to say that it's your fault that Elizabeth Warren can't win. And she can't. Elizabeth Warren, she's Hillary Clinton 2.0. And once again, there's no energy on the left. And once again, who's talking to Hillary Clinton right now? One, Elizabeth Warren. Now, I've told you, and I'll end this with this because I want to move on to this next article. This is going to be, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. This is going to be an all-female ticket. It's going to be historical. That's going to be the buzz. The 24-7 media needs a buzz. They need something they can say, something they can report on to where they can go out and they can say, oh, look, it's an all-woman ticket. It's Vagina Squared. Oh, that's a shirt. That is good right there, Vagina Squared. That's the platform. I'm telling you, that's a hashtag right there, Vagina Squared. (laughs) It's kind of funny, actually, but that's what they're going to do. They're going to, they're going to run. Oh my God. I'm so stupid. Some days they're going to run on that. They're going to run on the fact they have to, there's no enthusiasm on the left. There's nothing going on. All of these Democrats behind closed doors are worried that, you know, Elizabeth Warren's going to get blown out. So they're going to have to distract you from who she is because she sucks. But anyway, let's move on. Um, all right, let's get this last ad in here. Head over to matlockshow.com Would you please? matlockshow.com I've got t-shirts over there. I've got hats over there for sale now that you can get. Um, they're up on there. Uh, you can go through their order. The hats will be in here in about a week or so. I've reordered them. Um, you guys were fantastic. Sold out my first batch. I've got many more coming. I'll get that inventory all stocked up and ready to go. But the hats will be in. The t-shirts are up and ready to go uh, from medium to double X. And I'm sorry. Um, I can do some special orders, but it's the problem is anymore you sell so very little of the small and so very little of the three X. So I've got the main sizes in. They're unisex. They're not men or women. They're just regular T-shirts. And I apologize for that too. But that's what you have to do because I buy all this stuff up front and then sell it. And I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. And and as accessible as possible. But if you head over to Show.com, L-O-C-K-E, you can do that. But click on the link over on my website, Verve Forever. Now, they sell CBD oil, CBD creams. It's fantastic. It's the newest thing. If you have not looked into CBD oil, you should. It's crazy. It is all a rage right now. And the amazing thing about it is we've got studies. We've got papers. We've got folks telling you it does a lot of things aches and pains inflammation headaches anxiety sleeping it does a lot of stuff if you're if you're lo- if you've been looking to get into CBD this stuff is unbelievable and tested certified it's one of the best CBD oils on the market today they've got I'll tell you what's flying off the shelf right now the cream there is a CBD cream that you can apply directly to your aches and pains that works amazingly. That C- We can't keep that CBD cream in stock. So you got to go over to my website, thematlockshow.com. Click on that link for forever. That'll get you to my page because it's how I get paid. But if you're looking at CBD oil, if you're looking to get into CBD, if you got those aches and pains, you want to try it out, do it. Head over there. Hit that link. Get onto my page. Use Verve, V-E-R-V-E, 20, 2-0. Save 20% today. I think you can get free shipping if you order over 100 bucks. So get over there today, thematlockshow.com. Hit that Verve Forever link. Use Verve 20. You'll save 20% today. It works, guys. It works, gals. You need to do it. Hit that link. Use Verve 20. Do it today. You'll feel much better. All right. So to finish out this debate deal, because I spent 40 minutes on this deal. Andrew Yang. I have to tell you, out of all the candidates, outside of Tulsi Gabbard, Andrew Yang seems to be the most rational. Outside of a point. He's still a Democrat. Let's not get carried away. But, you know, I I like the fact that the guy's a straight talker. He doesn't tell you who he's not. He doesn't give you fluff. He just talks to you directly. And I like that. I'm that kind of guy. You know, when I talk to you, I'm going to talk to you directly. I'm not going to talk behind your back. I'm going to tell you what I feel about you to your face. I'm going to tell you about politics, and you're going to get it straightforward, and you're going to know exactly where you sit when you talk to Matt Locke. Well, that's Andrew Yank. I like that. I actually like that. And he isn't hiding who he is. He isn't hiding what he's done. And he's come out there, and he says, you know what? I think this is kind of clever. I'm going to tell you, I think this is kind of clever what he's doing, okay? Because what he is actually doing is he's thrown out a hook, so Andrew Yang's campaign manager says that White House hopeful Andrew Yang, Andrew Yang, is going to do something no presidential candidate has ever done during Thursday's Democrat presidential primary debate. He, he going to do something that no presidential <laughs> candidate has ever done. I put it up on Twitter and I said, "What parlor tricks?" And of course, all of you started, uh, you know, commenting. Maybe he'll tell the truth. Uh, not likely. Maybe. I don't know. We can hope. But what is Andrew Yang going to do that no other presidential candidate has done? So Andrew Yang, having fun with this, and I like I like this, okay? Because he's interacting. This is what people want out of their candidates, right? He says, for those wondering, I will be crowd surfing in sandals at Thursday's debate. They better be combat flip-flops, Andrew Yang. Just saying. Better be combat flip-flops. Dot com Lock two five. Get over there today. Yang is one of 10 candidates who is in this third debate. Uh, it's going to be at Texas Southern University. That's in Houston, Texas. Um, Yang right now is in seventh place. He's got about 2.5% uh, approval rating right now. He's that candidate's going to have to do something. He's that candidate's going to have to do something. That's why I say I like what he's doing here with this little hook that he's doing social media-wise. Because now... You know, he's went to social media where a lot of these liberal knuckleheads hang out. And he said, hey, I'm going to do something that no presidential candidate's ever done. And I like it. I like it. It ought to be interesting to see. Hey, I got a little program note here. I just got off the telephone. This this is what the great thing is about doing a podcast. Because I'm sitting here doing my podcast and my phone rang. And of course, it's Chris X. I love Chris X. Guy is so funny, so smart. He's down there in Houston, Texas getting ready for the debate, and uh, he wants me to come on KSEV this afternoon. So I'm going to tell you what, guys. Tune in this afternoon at 4.30 Central, 5.30 Eastern Standard Time. Go find KSEV. KSEV online, you'll be able to hear us, but I'm going to be on the Chris X show on KSEV 700 AM out of Houston today at five 30 Eastern time. We're going to talk the debate. I'm going to be live tweeting it. You know, that's always fun. So he says, Hey, come on to my show. I love that guy. I love that Chris X. If you're not paying attention to him, go find him on all of the social medias. He's on Facebook. I know Chris X radio. He's over on Twitter. I believe so. Make sure that you're finding him everywhere. I will be on, I will be on Chris X radio today, five 30 on your internet dial. So make sure you tune in. I want to, I want to finish this up because I've got one, I've got another article or two that I want to get to, but I want to finish this up because Andrew Yang, you know, he's going to do something that no president's ever done, but he also is basing his bid for the Democrat party nomination on providing a universal basic income. Now I talked about this on the TV show, lock and load over on America's voice. Um, I don't like this you know, nothing's free. Nothing in your life is free. It's not. And it's ridiculous. I mean, there, there's no free stuff in life. This isn't, this isn't something you get, right? I mean, you know, I'm going to give, and he says, I'm going to give every abled body. Well, I wouldn't even say every abled body, everybody. I mean, he's going to give everybody a thousand dollars a month. Thousand is. Do you have to pay taxes on that? because I I want you to think about that number for a second. I was talking about it on the television show today. I'm going to pull my calculator out here on my Pixel 3. Let me look at this. Let me see if there's a number big enough, because I was saying this earlier. You've got 330 million people in the United States. Close, give or take, right? So out of that 330 million people, we're going to say 130 million of them are kids that are under age 18. So you've got 200 see if my calculator goes this high. There's 2 million, 20 million. 200 million people Times $1,000. Oh, it doesn't even go that high. It's $2 trillion. It's 2 to the 11th power. <laughs> so think about that. I mean, let's, let's think about it again. So you got 200 million people. So how many zeros is that? That is one, two. That, that, that's eight zeros at 200 million, right? And then you add another three zeros onto that for the 1,000. So you've got two plus how many zeros did I say? Eight, 11. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11. So that means, let me see if I can get to that deal here. Yeah, that's, what is that? So I don't even know if I can count that high. Uh, thousand, million, billion. It's $200 trillion. Is it 200 trillion or is it 200 billion? Okay, so thousand. Hundred thousand. Okay, it's two hundred billion dollars a month. <laughs> two hundred billion dollars a month times twelve. So add another zero to that. Twelve. What is that? Two times twelve. Twenty-four. It's about two point four trillion a year. Two point I, I hope my math's right. It could be wrong, but you're understanding what I'm saying. It's like, it's like Monopoly. Did you Speaking of Monopoly, did you see Miss Monopoly out the other day? I saw that article. I posted it on Twitter. Miss, Mon, Miss Monopoly, the woman gets more money. Instead of $200 when you pass go, she gets 240 You know, income equality and, and all. Those glass ceilings and women and hoo-hoos and cheeseburgers and, and all that stuff. The woman is going to get more money. Kind of funny, isn't it? Miss Monopoly. But isn't this like Monopoly money? I mean, think about it. It it doesn't matter if it's billions, trillions. It's a lot of damn money. Where are you going to get that money? Seriously, where does that money come from that you're saying you're going to provide to every 18 year old adult in the country? Where's that money coming from? Is are you going to get it from the evil, greedy rich? Are 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 there going to be? Are the evil, greedy rich going to get that money? Or are there going to be exceptions? Are, are there going to be uh, ways measured, means measured, ways to get that, just like Social Security? If you make so much money, you're not going to get Social Security. I don't know if you heard about that either. I was looking at uh, Drudge this morning, and uh, Elizabeth Warren, well, she's vowing to raise Social Security payments. Where, where, where's that money coming from? Elizabeth Warren vows to raise Social Security payments for 64 million Americans. Senator Elizabeth Warren says she plans to increase Social Security payments by $200 a month to every current and future beneficiary in the nation. Huh. Massachusetts Democrat says she will pay for it with her 2% wealth tax on every American with over $50 million in assets. So what she's going to do, here's what she's going to do. She is going to punish the wealthy. She's going to punish the successful. She's going to punish the makers. And what's she going to do? She's going to give the money to the takers. It's crazy, isn't it? It's amazing how the liberals work. They're Robin Hood, but backwards. They're not taking it from a greedy government. They're taking it from people who have worked their asses off to build a business, have used their own capital, their own sweat, their own tears, their own effort. I mean, I've talked about this before. I'm an entrepreneur. I own a couple different businesses. Working 40 hours a week isn't even, isn't even a valid option. I mean, if I worked 40 hours a week, I would, I would go on vacation twice. I mean, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're a small business owner, you work. And it's, it's because you love what you do. It's not because it's work I love. I was just on the phone with Chris X. You don't know that because I shut down the podcast and restarted it. So, But I was on the phone with Chris X. You know, him and I are the same guy. We love what we do. We love doing radio. We love talking about America. We love talking about politics. To me, it's not a job. Now, I do the radio, I do the television, and I do my other job. I have three jobs. It's okay. I'm not complaining. I love it. I love doing it. And eventually, I want the radio and TV to make me enough money that I don't have to do my full-time job because I want radio and TV to become my full-time job. That's why you start businesses. That's why I went off on my own, the Matt Locke show. That's why I left where I was at. It wasn't going to where I can make money. So in the business of of owning your business, you have to go and make money. And that's what I've done. All right. I got one more article here. One more article here. I want you you to do me a big favor. I didn't mention this yesterday. I forgot to, but I'm going to mention it today. Are you looking for a graphic artist? Are you looking for someone to do a logo for your business? I mean, if you're looking for someone who is very talented, head over to ScottyAllenRoberts.com, or is it Scott Allen Roberts? Hold on, hold on here because I want to make sure that I say it right because I'm that guy. So let me let me look here because he told me he gave me he gave me all of the good stuff because he did the t-shirts by the way. I love Scotty Roberts. He is amazing. He's on the Situation Room with Rocky Stucci. But uh, okay, here we go. ScottAllenRoberts.com, not Scotty. So it's Scott S C O T T A L A N scottallenroberts.com If you're looking for logo design, book illustration, book cover design, whatever else you know you're looking to do, he did the Conservative Cartel logo, he's done the Matlock Show logo. Head over to scottallenroberts.com. Do it now. He's a fantastic friend. He's on the situation room with Rocky Stucci and he's always looking for business. So I'm going to I'm going to prep him a little bit. I told him I would I would talk about his talk about his business. He's done me nothing but, I mean, he's taken great care of me. Scotty is a great friend of the show. He did a great job with the Matlock Show logo, with the conservative cartel logo. He's done my shirts that you've seen, being the left over the head with it in the Matlock Show. So I owe him a lot. Head over to scottallenroberts.com. Do it now. If you're looking for an illustrator, you're looking for someone to do a book, you're looking for any kind of, you know, he's a magician. He 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 is so creative. I wish I was. I'm not. Okay. Last story of the day. I I was laughing at this last night. I mean, seriously. Just when you think that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez can't get any crazier, when you can't think she can get any more unintelligent, she says, hold my beer. Seriously. So Ocasio-Cortez said on Tuesday that the U.S. cannot call itself an advanced society Until it guarantees the right to housing, health care, and education, adding that the state of housing in the U.S. is barbarism. Seriously, it's barbaric now, the housing situation in this country. Once again, I find it amazing that the left wants to just, they just want to give you stuff. Well, the housing, everybody should be guaranteed the right to a place to live. Because we're talking, think about it. We're seeing it now out in California. We I see it down here a lot in Dallas-Fort Worth. It's so sad. I didn't see it as much in Fort Wayne, Indiana. But you see the homeless. We've got homeless in this country, and it's sad. It's sad. And my wife and I, you know, we'll give money from time to time. We've dropped off food from time to time. I mean, it's one of those things that really, it really pulls on your heartstrings. Because all of us are one or two bad decisions away from being on the street. I mean, if you think about it, and I tell my wife this all the time, and I think about this all the time myself, we're so fortunate. I am so fortunate to have a job, to be able to make money, be able to pay my bills, to be able to go out and have a beer, to have dinner, to do the things that I do. I, I'm so fortunate. But I'm one, two, three bad decisions away from living on the street with them. And, and here's Ocasio-Cortez saying, you know what, it should be a guaranteed right for you to have housing. No, it shouldn't. She says, holla if you're paying too much for rent, Casio Cortez said to a crowd, according to a Now This Video posted Tuesday. You are, she says, and it's extortion. The New York lawmaker decried the state of housing in the U.S. and blasted the totally inhumane conditions of public housing. She called for a complete overhaul of our housing policy and our housing system in the United States of America on the grounds that housing is a human right. She said it is time that we stop commodifying. I wonder if that's a word. Commodifying? What is that? Yeah, there you go. All right. It is time we stop commodifying the housing market because it's not a speculative investment. It is a basic right for all Americans she said accusing here we go the rich of using the market to launder their money see it's always about the evil greedy rich with the left you ever notice that it's always about the evil greedy 1% they're screwing you they're keeping you down they didn't work hard they didn't make that they it it, it was the fault of someone else but it's always the evil greedy rich that are keeping you poor down now I'm gonna tell you who's keeping the poor down. The poor. You. I've been poor. I'll say it right here on the show today. And I've said it before on my show. I have been poor. I've lived on 33 cent boxes of macaroni and cheese. I have lived in a nasty apartment just because that's all I could afford. And you know what? You know what that nasty apartment made me do? It made me work harder. It made me not want to be in that nasty apartment anymore. Now, I'm sorry. I'm going to say this, and it's brutally honest. You normally are where you're at because of the decisions you make, because of the choices that you make. I was where I was at because of the choices I made. I was poor. You know what I did? I worked hard. I got a better job. I started saving money. I got out of debt, And I got a better apartment. Nobody gave me any money. Nobody told me housing was a right. Nobody said, Matt, come live here. Now I know there's people that live in Section 8 housing. I know there are. And and I feel bad for those people. But when it comes to welfare, you shouldn't be able to live on it. No one is guaranteed a house, no one is guaranteed clothes. You're not even, the problem is, you're not even guaranteed your next breath. I could die on this microphone of a stroke, a of anything. I could jump in my car here later, get hit, and be killed. No one is guaranteed anything in this country. All you get is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's it. The founders didn't say, oh, you're guaranteed a house, you're guaranteed a car, you're guaranteed a flat screen TV, you're guaranteed a microwave, you're guaranteed food in your your refrigerator. No, you're not. You've got to go get that. It is up to you to go get that. So if little Miss Alexandria Casio cortez can't afford her rent, then she shouldn't live there. My wife and I, classic story here. I've got about two minutes. My wife and I build a house in Fort Worth, Texas. Both of us make good money. Both of us have good credit. So when we went to the bank and said, hey, we want a mortgage for our house. They said, well, how much are you looking to borrow? We said, X amount. And they said, oh, okay. Yeah, you're approved. Would you like more? And we're like, no. We don't want more. We don't need to buy a $500,000 house. That's just the way we are. We can't afford it. But the bank's telling us, well, you know, your credit and everything else and what you make and everything. You can afford a $500,000 house. No, 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 no. We don't want a $500,000 house. We want a $180,000 house. We want something we can afford because we don't want to be house poor. We want to put our money in the bank. We want to put our money in for a rainy day. We want to have a buffer. We want to live life. We want to go out to dinner. We want to have fun. We want to go on vacation. See, it's up to you. It's up to you to take care of yourself. Not someone else. And if you can't afford it, don't buy it. But what you need to do when you can't afford it, when you're down and out, when you're working and you're not making enough, maybe you ought to work a little bit harder to get a better job or to get a better situation. It's always on you. And in this country, I'm telling you, in this country, only in this country can a farm boy from Angola, Indiana, start a podcast in his basement, become a national radio star. It's up to you. Now we got a national television show. It's up to you. And only because of you guys, I want to say thank you, guys. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for listening to The Matlock Show. Thank you for watching Lock and Load. Thank you for all of it because without you, I've got nothing. So head over. We're we're, we're, we're at the end here. Make sure you tune in tonight. Well, actually, tune in at 530. I'm going to be on KSEV, KSEV, 700 AM out of Houston with Chris X. I'll be on there at 530. We'll be talking about the debate tonight that's going on in Houston. And I will be live tweeting tonight of the debate. We got to get our drinking game going. I'm going to go get some whiskey. We got to figure out what our drinking game is going to be tonight. So you got to get on top of that. Let me know. But that's it. It's all I got today. It's all I got today. Not a bad podcast. Not a bad television show. Not too bad for a white guy. I'm telling you that. All right, head over at Real Matlock on Twitter, Parlor, Instagram. You can find me on the Cartel Matt and the Matlock show on Facebook thematlockshow.com. Get over there. T-shirts, hats, you name it are there. Check me out. Live tweeting tonight. We got the Democrat debate. We'll see what the hell happens. It's going to be boring as hell. Maybe we can make it fun. But hey, for The Matlock Show, out.